in Jesus mighty name God will spare you alive God will spare my life and yours in the name of the Lord so that we can live to serve him and tell our generation that there's a God to bow to and to surrender our lives to he's telling the Egyptians that they he's telling the children of Israel of a threat that they can see they could see very clearly the Egyptians were coming the army of the Egyptians was coming and can you imagine he tells them by the word of the Lord that the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see them no more. Bible says in verses 14, continues to say, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. If there is something that is a rare commodity on earth today is peace. Jesus lifted up his hand and calmed the storm. Today I want to talk about a mighty hand that fights for you. The hand of the Lord will fight for you, my brother. The hand of the Lord will fight for you, my sister. The hand of the Lord will fight for your family. It will fight for your husband. It will fight for your wife. It will fight for your sons and your daughters. It will fight for your grandchildren. The same mighty hand of God will fight for your family. It will fight for your investments. You have worked all your life to build these financial empires, these industrial properties that you own. Be still. Let your eyes look up to this God who is able by his mighty hand to deliver you from calamity. Even to you that is sick, to you that is already in an hospital bed or you that is mounted with a ventilator in, in, to, to help you to breathe, to regulate your heartbeat. You could be watching this telecast from an hospital bed. Between you and the jaws of death stands a mighty hand, the mighty hand of God. I don't want you to see death like the children of Israel. I don't want you to see death. The next step is not death. The next point of existence is not in the grave. No, you will not die. The Lord will protect you. I want you to see the mighty hand of God standing between you. The grave is not your next address. I declare today in the name of the Lord as a servant of God that the grave is not your next address. You will retain your address on earth. You will be living in your house. You'll be walking. You'll be driving your car again. You will be working in that factory again. You'll be able to report to that office again. You will go back to school and continue to study. You won't study online for the rest of your life. God is going to cause the world to come to a standstill. There will be peace in the world. The Lord is going to bring back peace. There is no Peace. The Bible says in verses 14, the Lord will fight for you. Moses stood and told the frightened and the trembling children of Israel that the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And I declare today from this exalted altar in Destiny Ministries International, Thika, Kenya, as a child of the Most High God, that the Lord will fight for you, my brother. Even if you are in the hospital, I repeat, even if you are already admitted and you are using a ventilator to breathe. It doesn't matter whether you look like a medical experiment 
or a medical experiment because of the tubes, the amount of tubes that are hooked up into your body. Between those tubes and your heartbeat stands the heart of God. May the Lord preserve your breath. May your business not collapse because of economic ruin. The world is staring at a recession that they have never seen like before. We are looking at an helpless situation. Recession, wild recession that is going to take years to build. When I, told, when I stood and told the world that on December 31st, 2019, midnight, before midnight, before we turned into 1st of 2020, when I told the world that the Lord told me that the year 2020 will be a year of recovery and that between 2020 and 2030 will be a decade to recover all. Even me who gave the word, I did not have the details of how, what I made. I thought it was just, I was just transmitting the word of the Lord. I was thinking we are going to recover our prayer life. We are going to recover our, you know, it's a year to recover our prayer life that is lost or the way we don't read the Bible anymore, or the way we are not excited about it. And that is part of that. But today I know better. There'll be a lot of recovery to do. I guarantee you, governments will have a lot to recover. Families will have a lot to recover. Individuals like you and me will have to understand that it's the year of recovery. There'll be too much to recover and they'll bounce back to their economic state, their normal economic status. But hear me and hear me well. When the Lord told me that it would be a decade of recovering, that it would take a decade to recover all, now I understand. Between 2020 and 2030, some of us will not have recovered. And I pray that that person will not be you. And that person will not be me. It will take a whole decade for world governments, superpowers, struggling nations, developing nations, ministries and churches, governmental departments, local economies, national economies, continental economies, and intercontinental economies to recover. Prepare yourself for a decade of recovery. It is the word of the Lord. Moses said, hold, the Lord will fight for you. I can only say the Lord will fight for you. I wish I can put it better. As scared as you were, the Lord will fight for you. As afraid as you are and you have a right to be afraid, the Lord will fight for you. The world is afraid. But the Bible says in Exodus chapter number 14 and verse 14, my goodness, it's Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. May that be your word today. May that be your word today. When I say this today, it doesn't make sense. It never made sense to the children of Israel either. But give me verse 19. Let's go to verse 19 and you see whether the Lord kept his word or not. Verse 19 of the same chapter, Exodus 14, the Bible says, and the angel of God, hallelujah for angels, and the angel of God, hey, <laughs> there are preachers running around the world telling people that they are bringing, they are carrying their angels. That is the preacher's angel, not the angel of God. 
There's number who has an angel as their bodyguards. There's a lot of religious, there's a lot of religious, no, there's a lot of nonsense going on in the churches of Jesus Christ, but that's for another day. This time it was not Bishop Bai's angel who came to the meeting, or preacher so-and-so, or prophet so-and-so, or apostle so-and-so's angel that he has brought. The angel of wealth, the angel of whatever. I hear there are angels of wealth, the angels of healing, and everything else. Preachers who, they say they will bring them to the meeting. No, this is not one of those. This is the angel of God. And the Bible says, and the angel of God, who went before them, who went before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them. Hallelujah. The angel who led them. At the word of the Lord. When the word of the Lord was declared and spoken in verses 14. Although it looked like an impossible thing to happen. It looked like a practical impossibility and a big joke. But the angel immediately. The angel of the Lord who went before them. Went and moved behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before them. And stood behind them. Give me verse 20. Let's look at this. I love this. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. It took the angel of God to stand between the Egyptians and the Israelis. There was a division, there was a blockade. But can I have good news? I'm a bearer of good news, not bad news today. Between the spirit of death and destruction that is destroying humanity today stands the mighty hand of God that I guarantee you today as a child and a servant of the Most High God, it will stop. And when that happens... The world will know peace again. They'll become again. And revival will break forth. For those who mocked the church will respect the church. Those who thought the church was out to, make, to collect tithes and offerings, they will discover the church exists to lead people to God, to dispense hope and give people a future and an eternity with God. The hand of God the angel of God and the cloud of God stood between the approaching Egyptian army and the children of Israel. And guess what? The Bible says, thus it was a cloud and, and darkness to the one and it gave light by night to the other. So that, I like this part. So that, hey, the one did not come near the other all that night. Hear me, church, and hear me, people of God, all out over the invisible hand of God, the mighty hand of Jehovah God. The hand of the Lord is everywhere. The mighty hand of God is everywhere. And the Bible finishes by saying, so that the one did not come near the other all night. May the Lord protect you. May the Lord watch over you. May the mighty hand of God watch over you and watch over me. Watch over your husbands and your wives and your children and your grandchildren. May the same mighty hand of God bring restoration to your crumbling empire, financial empire, 
and crumbling industrial you know, manufacturing sectors of the world. May the scientists that are bewildered by what is going on receive comfort from this word today that the mighty hand of God will stand between this calamity. May you draw comfort from this word and encouragement from this word from today and recover all in Jesus' mighty name. I want to pray for you. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I want to pray for my brothers and sisters, men and women of God all over the world, Christians of the world over, Muslims, Hindu, even those who call themselves godless. I pray for humanity, Jehovah God. I pray that your end will be displayed before the presidents of this world, before the kings of this world, before the mighty armies of the world. Your mighty hand has the power. I pray for those that are in sick and they're in beds. I pray for them today. As a child and as a servant of God, I pray for them that truly you that is God and you that is king, your mighty hand will give them rest. And I pray that there will be the greatest time to come back to God. May revival break forth and hit the four corners of the earth. May the church arise and bring in the harvest at this hour of need. For sorrow may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Thank you for hearing that prayer. Thank you for answering that prayer. In Jesus' mighty and precious name I pray. Amen and amen.